Hello, listeners. Thanks for joining us for Tiny Sparks, Big Flames. Have you ever wondered what it's really like to follow your dreams? If the answer is yes, come along as we get the inside scoop from creatives, innovators, and difference makers who are daring to make their visions a reality. In three, two, one. Welcome, everyone. Today, we're talking with Karen Libby, a superb photographer, a powerful visual storyteller, and a top-notch content creator from St. Louis, Missouri. She's also the founder of Image Media, which specializes in photography, branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to the show, Karen. Thank you, Deb. I'm excited to have you here. I'm really big on starting with creation stories. When did all of this wonderful photography and your love of photography actually begin? It actually began in kindergarten. And what I say about that is um, photography is my art. I, I consider myself a an artist before anything else. And when I was in kindergarten, I began to understand the beauty of, of art in drawing and painting and all, all of the colors. And I, you know, I, I found that it gave me joy and peace, even er, at that early age. And so throughout my entire childhood and my teenage years, I gravitated towards art, took a lot of art classes in high school, and also continued doing that uh, in my early 20s. Then I started you know, just casually taking pictures of my children, mostly, with my camera, which was very uh, simple compared to what I use these days. But something happened that just sparked me, and that has not changed for several decades. My children were my earliest inspiration, and they, and especially my daughter, were willing to you know, be part of the experience with me. And as time went on, I became more and more curious about photography and wanted to get better at it, and my equipment continued to improve, and I studied it. I did take classes, and, but mostly I, I learned through uh, practice and trying to try different locations and uh, compositions, different people. Uh, I started paying much more attention to the world around me when I looked through a lens and saw it from an artistic point of view, even if it was just an object or a person that I was photographing. I, I looked at all the different angles and possibilities and tried to change things so that they might be different. It takes a long time to find your you know, particular skills in that area, just like anything else. But it's something that I never walked away from. From the moment I realized that was my art, it just has continued to grow for me. Wow. So when you think about photography as an art, why photography over the other art forms that you were playing with as a child? Interesting that you asked me that because I never thought of myself as a left brain person. I, I've always thought I was so much stronger in my right brain that I couldn't handle too much technology. And of course, the technology has advanced considerably since I first picked up a camera. But even then, you needed to have some technology to be a good photographer. And I realized that the combination of my right and left brain capabilities made that a much more intriguing opportunity for me to make art. I think that the sketching and the painting and and all of those, you know, particular skills were valuable in 
in contributing to being a photographer and understanding anatomy and so forth when I'm doing portraits. But I found it ultimately to be more tedious. I Maybe I'm not patient, but for me, photography is a way to get quick results. And it's become even more so over the years. You know, you used to shoot in film. You didn't even know what it was going to look like until the film came back. And you would make a lot of mistakes and spend a lot of money to get better at your craft. Now it's certainly much easier with digital. And you can experiment quite a bit more. And, of course, the technology is off the charts compared to what I started with. So, you know, I'm so intrigued by it. And I find that, well, I did find as time went on that I I had you know, a pretty strong left side of my brain. And I can have continued to pursue that and and blend the two so that I could create things that were even more valuable in both in my personal and business life. It's interesting that you also call yourself a visual storyteller. How did your photography inform that evolution for you as an artist? That started as a mother. You know, I was documenting my children's lives and my family in general. And that that's the biggest story there is for a mother. So, you know, I had my children growing up in front of me and I was documenting all the things that were going on in their lives, which is very common, but it went far beyond that after a while. You know, I started becoming more involved in photographing people's events and people looked towards me, first family and then friends and then outside of that to be part of their story. And I call myself a visual storyteller because that's what I do. I do it with my camera most of the time, but that's what I'm doing for every event that I photograph, every moment that I photograph. I'm telling a story of what's going on in the world in that moment. And I've been part of the happiest moments in people's lives, starting with my family and on to all of these other events, weddings and 50th anniversary parties and company activities. I mean, the list goes on and on. I photograph many things over the years. And they're always happy moments. I mean, who doesn't like that, you know? (laughs) So how does that whole visual storytelling and your photography blend in and lead you through how you brand, do branding and how do you do social media for that part of your life? The visual storytelling is actually the the easier decision-making tool when it comes to, 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 capturing what's going on and sharing it with other people. It's become so um, ubiquitous since the technology has changed and we have access to all of these social media platforms and can easily build websites and other tools that allow us to tell these stories that really are more powerful when they're done visually. People are attracted to images. It's much easier for them to grasp the concepts. And for me, it has been a a much more valuable and interesting way to get the story. If, If people look at their visual life, they can make decisions about colors and, uh, situations that they might be in like we're in right now doing this podcast for people who like podcasting or being on a podcast this is a great place to capture the story this is just one small example I mean I, you could go on and on with it and I found in working on digital media that beginning with that help people make decisions quicker and come up with uh, ideas faster and all of that lent itself to to creating these digital projects for them that were 
a value in their business or personal life, depending on what their goal is. That's fantastic. I love the way you merge your photography and your visual storytelling. All of that, it's just seamless in terms of how they work together to do every part of the things that you love and that you do well. It's something most people are doing these days if they're actively engaged in social media. And a lot of people just don't see it that way. You know, they just throw everything out there as it, you know, come at the, as they're inspired or if they're in the moment. I see it as, you know, I see my life as an Instagram grid. <laughs> it's just easy to capture in, you know, nine posts, you know, it's just like, oh, who is this person? You know, what is it you, that you do? And that's, I say that because it's just so easy to digest visually. In fact, that's why Instagram was designed. The other platforms, including websites, have a variety of ways to tell the story. They tend to be more text and image based. But Instagram is purely visual. So if you start with that, it's like being back in kindergarten, you know, in those days when I first discovered the magic. So when I'm working with a client and I show them a potential Instagram grid for what they're trying to tell me, you know, we can get to us to the decisions a lot faster. It's fun, too. It sounds like it. It sounds like it. So you said a pivotal word a minute ago. You said inspire. What inspires you? What are your inspirations? I am a very joyful person. I prefer to be in a peaceful situation. And I'm inspired by nature. I think that's the, the place that, you know, that's my church. My spirituality is in nature in terms of just coming, just trying to understand, you know, what we're all about. I think that's the place where I began this journey of course, I'm inspired by my family, my friends, my clients, you know, people who do amazing things inspire me. Uh, creativity is a is the best therapy in the world. And if you discover those things about yourself, and it can open doors to, to so many things that just make your life more special and more valuable to others. I discovered that very early in life. That was a tremendous gift for me. And I've tapped into it so many times. And I just want to get better at it over time and be able to share what I know and can, can do for other people who are just discovering it uh, as much as possible. And I can do that a lot in my work. But I also do it in my personal life. So, you know, the opportunity to do it inspires me. The truth is, I mean, it helps me get through the toughest times of my life. We've all been through some of the toughest times in our life in the last couple of years. And I always go back to that because it centers me and gets me through times like this in a very positive and productive way. That makes total sense. If you think about the dream that you've had to become the person you are now, right? What would you say would be one of the biggest pivotal moments for you in becoming who you are today? I would love to be able to take my skills to another level. I also want to tell the stories in um, a more creative and impactful way as time goes on. I'm really excited about the opportunity to photograph other areas outside of St. Louis. I've had an opportunity to do plenty of that over the last several years, and I love this town. I, it's the most amazing destination for architecture and nature, and, you know, I could go on and on about that. But, you know, I think like many of us, I am hungry to reach out to other 
places and learn new things. I spent a summer in Europe uh, going to school, and I, I want to go back. I want to be able to, to to take all the knowledge and the equipment that I have now and capture what I experienced and more when I was there. That's just one example. There are many places in the United States I feel the same way about that I would like to go back to or explore for the first time and 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 be able to to really take this to the place I wanted to go. Well, that makes sense. So it sounds like that trip to Europe was very pivotal in in where you are now, at least in terms of your love for travel, your love for taking your photography with you when you travel. Did I get that right? Yes, it was the best education I've ever had. I did have a small camera with me when I went over there, but it was it, it it helped me. It helped me. I think I came up with, you know, it was film back then. And I think I was able to advance my skills from that experience. I, I played a lot with black and white photography while I was over there. And that was a lot of fun. Of course, I was in amazing places for, for that. And I, uh, you know, I really enjoyed seeing the whole world in a new light. It, it, that's what happens when you study abroad. You aren't experiencing the same kinds of things that you do when you're in your hometown. And it opens up your eyes to new things, new people, uh, different cultures. And I would love to have more of that in my life at this stage in my life. I'm looking forward to it. In the meantime, you know, there are plenty of places to explore within a day's travel. There are plenty of places to go. And I'm itching to do it. (laughs) I can't. That makes total sense. So that really is a question. COVID has been a very tough time for all of us. So what keeps you going as a creative when times get tough? So I, I learned a long time ago when times get tough, as they do for all of us, that going within and finding the strength within and the power that you have with all the things that you've learned at that point is the, is the best medicine. It's not always easy. When I was younger, that was much more difficult. And now that I've, you know, I've been beat up a little bit here and there just because from life, life is like that, as it has been for the last couple of years. That, you know, if you're, if you're blessed enough to understand the power of that and start exercising it, then you can become a better person. It's the old, you know, what is hard does, or it doesn't kill you. If it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. Yeah, yeah you got it. <laughs> That's you it. Got it. That's it. It's that sort of philosophy, even though that sounds negative, it's really true. Because some of us reach, you know, some pretty low points in our lives. And when we discover how temporary that can be, by reaching into our power and exercising it, you, you have less of that in your life. And I'm at a point in my life where I have a lot less of that in my life because I've been able to uh, exercise and practice it. And now I know how to tap into it and divert the negativity through my creativity, through my uh, power to see what it is that makes me special and to create it and share it with other people. And not just share it, but collaborate with other people because that is what really makes it powerful is when you're working with um, one or more people to create something together. That just, you know, takes you out of that space of negativity and brings you to a space of productivity and making the world a better place. So it sounds like there's a little element of mindset in there that when you're dealing with those tough times and you said go within, that 
has helped you drive forward? When I look back on my life and the toughest times of my life, there have been people who have definitely helped me with this along the way, because it was, especially when I was younger, it was very difficult for me to get through some of these periods. And I I can see that it was mindset that made the difference. You have to sometimes go through some periods of, you know, frustration or um, anxiety or sorrow to get there. I think it's part of the process to be able to manifest it properly. But when you get there, and you have the mindset, you that's when you tap into that power, and you make things happen. I'm in that space right now. I mean, I've had some difficult things happen in the last couple of years, and above and beyond COVID. And once I, I got to the point where I could tap into that power, none of that was standing in my way. But up to that point, I was allowing it to stand in my way. And now that I'm in this space, and I hope to maintain this, this is my prayer, <laughs> I want to maintain this as long as possible, uh, that I can continue to move forward and, and achieve my goals and my dreams, because I have the mindset to do it. That's fantastic. So let me ask you this. So we talked about hard times. What's the perfect day for you? I'm very simple in terms of uh, things that make me happy. Uh, I love being with my family and my grandchildren in particular because they bring out the child in me. They're all different. They all have different interests, and I have an opportunity to be part of the things that that bring them joy. So I would definitely want to include all of them in spaces that are fun to do. Now, that might take more than a day <laughs> because I have six grandchildren, but maybe we have to do them all together in a space that's uh, natural. I'd like to be uh, somewhere in the woods. I definitely would include a, a trail hike in that in that day. Uh, it would preferably be October or May as a second, because those are the most beautiful times of year in St. Louis. And I would love to include an, a creative activity, which could certainly be with those people, uh, our friends. That would be terrific. Uh, to have good, healthy meals. So my mindset is it's all about the healthy meal, the exercise, the fresh air, and doing that with people that I love. And it, it really, I mean, there's so many places that could be done. And, you know, it's just ideal if the weather supports it and that you're with the people who are so close and special to you doing the things that they love as well. That sounds like the perfect day. So when you think about the perfect day and you think about the dream that you're living, the one that you are creating, because you're creating this life that you really dream of having, what advice could you offer to someone who says, I'd really like to follow a dream, but I'm really, I'm scared. I'm, I'm just fearful of it, or I can't do it. What advice could you offer to them? Truly, we do only have one life, and we're the person in charge of that life. It, as much as I like to give it to somebody else some days, <laughs> I'm the one who has to make the decisions and follow through on them. What I found is that I have always been, especially in my youth, a futurist. I was always living in the future. And I have learned to live in the now much better. I have able to embrace it much better. So I'm more at peace with my life because of it. That being said, even on the worst of days, I can envision myself in the future. But I'm not envisioning myself in a way that I'm putting off the present. I'm living in the present so I can support that future person in a much healthier way. And I'm creating things in the process that get me through whatever it is I'm going through in life at the time, good, bad, or indifferent, that help me get to that person that I want to be or that uh, particular goal that I have. 
It's interesting being at this stage in life because, you know, I'm at retirement age, but I don't see myself ever retired because I love what I do and I find it purposeful, which is really the driving force behind it. And as long as I can incorporate that into some of these activities, then, you know, that's very satisfying. I feel like I'm contributing something. It doesn't necessarily have to be for money, but I just want to be able to, to utilize all the things I've learned over the years in a, in a you know, a joyful and positive way, you know, that impacts people in the, in the same manner. And I, I've, I've become much more patient and much more understanding of the gift that we have of life and that each day is an extraordinary experience that we just cannot take for granted. You are so right about that. You're so right. One question that I'm going to ask every single person on the podcast, and this has to do with your connecting into community. And and the question, though, is a fun, playful question. It's, what do you do for fun? What do you do for play in St. Louis? That Because it's a very special part of St. Louis. I love to take pictures with other photographers. I mean, there are many things I like to do, but this is something that I have been doing off and on for years. And also participating in the art community and you know some of the show gallery shows in town, uh, that whole process of working with people to make that happen is very uh, satisfying and and is another creative outlet. Uh, I had an experience over the weekend that is a good example of that. I went back to a group I hadn't been to in some time. It's been around for a long time, and they are photo. It's uh, several photographers who are photographing different areas of St. Louis. And we met in Soulard and we happened to stumble upon a, a wedding party. And the wedding party went through uh, the streets of Soulard with a brass band leading the way. Wow. <laughs> wow. And there were 18 of us chasing them every step of the way, capturing the moments as they went. And they were, you know, the wedding party was thrilled to have us there. They embraced us completely. And it was a, such an incredible experience. And we have the pictures to prove it. <laughs> oh, that is so awesome. That is awesome. So last question, what's next for you? What's next for me is something I've been working on for this past year. Uh, I have been involved in taking care of a family member for some time, and that's been keeping me pretty busy this year. At the same time, I'm making preparations for some things that I want to roll out next year for my business and personal life. I want to get much more involved with groups like I spent time with over the weekend in terms of fulfilling my personal passions through photography and other forms of art that I'd like to develop over the years. And of course, I always enjoy being with my family, my grandkids. That's something that's just a given. In terms of my business, I just want to make it more powerful and focus on the things that are more of a passion to me that are still valuable, but very fulfilling at the same time. And that it, that really does also entail my art. And, you know, the combination of all of those things is what makes the world a beautiful place on a daily basis. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, Karen, you are such an inspiration to me. And I am so delighted that you came to this podcast as a guest. And I just thank you so much for your time. You, you honor me with that time. Well, thank you. And you are one of the most inspirational people in my life. So I'm happy to be here and honored also. Oh, thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening to the show and for spreading the word about us to all your family and friends. If you're interested in learning more about Karen, where can they go, Karen? My website is 
a central location for everything that I do. It's my name, Karen Libby, C-A-R-E-N-L-I-B-B-Y dot com. Excellent. That's KarenLibby.com. Check it out, everybody. She is awesome. That's it for this episode of Tiny Sparks, Big Flames. If you enjoyed the conversation, definitely check out our webpage at tinysparksbigflames.com. You can find more great information about today's guest, see what they're up to, and even follow their work. Until next time, dream big, and thanks for listening.